0: What's up everybody, welcome back to the BTR Podcast.
1: Before we get started, please like, comment, subscribe.
0: As always, make sure you guys follow our socials, link down below. Audio listeners, download it, uh, whatever platform you guys use, rate it and review it as well. Before we continue, we're just going to, two things, one, we'll be dropping a video this weekend, NHL tier list, we're at the all-star break, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but uh, most importantly, we dropped another guest video, guest analyst video, finally talk some combat, uh, UFC, boxing, etc., with...
1: Nick, Nick Baldwin.
0: Baldwin uh, yeah, sorry. Mm. Nick Baldwin uh, of The Score. Um, so you could make sure you guys follow him on uh, Twitter or X, whatever you guys want to call it. and Or if you have The Score app uh, under the MMA tab, just check out for Nick Baldwin's work. Um, yeah, uh, make sure you guys check it out. It's already out. Without further ado, though, let's get right into it. NFL, we are finally have our Super Bowl matchup. But before we talk about the Super Bowl, let's talk about the, the bigger game with the Chiefs-Ravens.
1: I mean, the Super Bowl is the biggest game. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chiefs Ravens. First of all, it was lackluster in my opinion. Hundred uh, percent. Definitely did not live up to the hype as the game itself. And yeah, um, we'll start off with a we'll start off with the Chiefs side just because we'll start off with the winners. Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey.
0: We were wrong. Yeah, about we, about oh yeah, oh yeah, we were wrong for sure.
1: <laughs> but Patrick Mahomes has been good this year. Obviously, obviously, wide receivers one one thing. But he hasn't been Patrick Mahomes. We could agree with that until the playoffs started. Travis Kelsey was pretty terrible, like in the regular season, up until the postseason. And Travis Kelsey definitely does fight for his right to party because he put on an absolute show, especially in the first half. Mahomes did Mahomes' things. And when we thought of Ravens' defense that was so clutch, so, you know, physical, so good, got cooked, especially in that first half.
0: Mainly the first half. Uh, we'll talk about the Ravens in a sec. Chiefs, um, for me, obviously Travis Kelsey balled out. That was your key thing. That's what you wanted him to do. Um, Marcus Valdez-Scantling didn't drop the late pass for a potential run by the Ravens if, to close out a game, maybe. But... Um, shout-out goes to the Chiefs defense. Um, uh, Spag Steve Spagnola. I don't know how he's not getting a head coaching opportunity or head coaching interviews or whatever unless he doesn't want to. Um, outside of this year, when did you ever? When do you ever think of the Chiefs defense outside of this year? Not really, right? And you, when it comes to the playoffs, everybody's like, oh, the biggest concern is gonna be their defense. The biggest concern is their defense. He always finds a way to get the big game. Right outside. Oh, he has three losses in the playoffs ever since he took over. Essentially, I think at, at least under the Patrick Mahomes. Oh, and
1: two um against Brady, and then one loss against Joe Burrow. So he's one on one against Burrow, oh, two against Brady. Those yeah. are his three losses.
0: Essentially, like he shows up to big games, and he did exactly what he did this time. Again, we'll talk about the Ravens in a second. But you know, if those are the two factors that was gonna that was going help him in the game, that's exactly what happened. Legarius Need made probably the save of the postseason, like the biggest play of the postseason so far, and um, yeah, the Chiefs are back. Now I could officially say it, and they're
1: they're back, but in a very different way. When when they're when they were cooking, when they always make the AFC Championship game, Patrick Mahomes has to go out and put up thirty points. That's how they win the games, twenty eight plus at least. That's how they yeah. won all their postseason games. He won a he's won a postseason game with 17 points. Yeah, and that all the credit goes to that defense. They took away the Ravens' run game. Their number one option is the run game. They're, that's how they play. That's their identity on the offense. Completely shut that down. 85 rushing yards. Yeah, I think was their talk. Also
0: because they didn't run the ball much either, which we'll get to in a second. That's
1: also a thing with like, yeah, obviously that's a point, but. Like, honestly, I, I believe that they shouldn't have gave up the wrong game. You, ne- yeah. you should never give up. But they got stuffed, right? That that doesn't take away from the fact, like, the Chiefs stuffed them so many times that the Ravens got scared of running the ball, right? And obviously, we, we, you said the Jay need, you said, mentioned Chris Jones as well. Absolute stud. Carl Loftus. Carl Loftus with a couple big, huge sacks as well. The, this is without their main spy. The, my important piece on defense was Willie Gate because he was going to be the, sky, uh, the spy on Lamar Jackson. He wasn't there. Nick Bolton, absolute stud linebacker. This this defense, absolutely incredible and uh, is the main reason, the backbone of this team for this year has been the Chiefs defense where we have never thought that would ever happen in the Patrick Mahomes era.
0: We'll bring the Chiefs up later when we t- uh, finish the NFC Championship game, just a very early Super Bowl preview because obviously we'll be doing that for the next you know week or so. But the Ravens. The question, the main topic of this video, Lamar Jackson. Is he a big time player? Um, now, obviously, you had more stakes. I was, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was 50-50 biased. Um, like obviously, I, I wasn't biased at all. Like I was a neutral. You obviously being a Lamar Jackson fan, uh, were rooting for Lamar to go crazy. Um, I'm pretty sure half the world was going for Lamar because it. They don't want the Chiefs to win again. B, division rival. C, the whole Taylor Swift factor, which I'm not even going to get into because I think that's just stupid by a lot of the fan base, fans, the NFL fan side of things. But uh, Lamar Jackson, I would give him about 80% of the blame. Uh, majority of the blame goes to him. I'm not saying it doesn't. Uh, the rest of the blame does go to the first half. Defense wasn't the greatest. Um, the other is the Todd Munkin getting away from the run game, but like helped them against the Texans. And the unnecessary penalties, right? Like a lot of stupid penalties. Whether it be roughing the passer, whether it be the taunting, whether it be that offside. Roquan Smith did it, but it, instead of going offside on purpose, he just domed the guy. So you got unnecessary um, roughness penalty there. Yeah, that one. All that. That like, was just
1: frustration. Yeah. One number two, it didn't matter if it was five yards or fifteen yards. Obviously, you would prefer the five yards. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it didn't matter. Like, it was a smart play by Roquan. He just... I guess he just saw his opportunity and just took it. But don't get me wrong. You you were supposed to do it less aggressive, not you that just aggressive. You just step offside. Yeah, exactly. You to touch the guy uh, like. No, yeah, you, you got to step, like, enough that they, they don't even snap it as well yeah. either, right? So you can't... You, so you got to... Like, he made sure the play wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So that's that was the main thing. So I'd rather have him do that and then be offside and they snap it still. Because yeah. you can still snap it. But the thing that... 90% of the blame goes to Lamar. Um, the rest of it goes to um, the penalties their, their, and, their penalties and Um I do not blame the Chase defense at all. I don't care what the hell they did in the first half or not. You held Patrick Mahomes to 17 points. I said that they have a little yeah, yeah. percentage. That's it. Um, the only percentage is probably a couple stupid penalties they took. But honestly, it was only one. It was more on the offensive side. Uh, you held Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey to seventy points when they were cooking. You did your job. All of this blame for the Ravens is on the offense and Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is honestly I would I would rather have seen the Bills play the Chiefs again in the AFC Championship. I would rather I would just rather have a rematch. Because the Ravens performance was so disappointing that like they, they gave us hope, right? They're like, okay, this team has no weakness. They're doing this, this, and this. But at the end of the day, one team's been there, done that, and you could clearly tell the team that hasn't done that was is the Baltimore Ravens. Stupid penalties, stupid mistakes. Lee Flowers shouldn't have extended the ball. Yes, need to be a good before, play, but you shouldn't that, have extended the ball. Before the, that the taunting. Lamar Jackson hasn't never played in a championship game. Showed. He fumbled. Interception. Yeah, it was self-infected um, wounds. Yeah. As much, you give credit to the Chiefs, but the Ravens yeah, lost their so game. I, I'm,
0: obviously, I'm not sitting here saying Lamar Jackson is not at blame at all. Because in the second half, he, it ended up on him anyways. I'm not giving Lamar credit on this. I'm saying even when the Ravens' defense did their job, he got down the field pretty well, right? Because um, the fumble happened in the first half, so that was a different play and that was the first half. i no No, i'm saying that's it i'm talking about the second half specifically the pick was clearly on him the taunting he can't control um doesn't flower stuff he couldn't control like he made plays like like obviously the touchdown pass was insane the first half touchdown right um you know he made a great play on he got passing yards and receiving yards which i was hoping he could run all the way if he almost got that too um but for me, Lamar is he a big time player? From what we have seen, no. Clearly, like he yes, he got a he played amazing against the Texans. Don't get me wrong, but that's the Texans. Against the Bills and the Chiefs, when it mattered most, you fumbled this or like fumbled the bag type of thing, not actually fumbled. Um, when it came to the Bills, fine, a little bit of an excuse. He didn't have the weapons. He didn't have the right play calling. Whatever, you let it pass. This one, he has no excuse, right? I do believe Taunt Bunkin because I don't know why you went away from the run game. Um, Gus was cooking for a certain play, certain plays as well. Um, but Lam- on the Lamar side of things, yeah. Um, he made some plays. Like the the sad thing with this game was it wasn't out of reach. You got you took the sack. Whether that be on the O-line or yourself, you lost the field goal. Justin Tucker could have made that at one possession game right there. You threw the interception. You could have made a one possession game. Zay Flowers fumbled the ball. Could have been that should have been a touchdown. Yeah. The at the g- mo- minimum, a uh, field goal, so you could have you lost nine points at the very minimum.
1: The gist of the story, assuming of this game, Justin
0: Tucker makes the kicks, which I think he would,
1: was too many self-inflicted wounds by the Ravens. Number one, ex- main person is Lamar Jackson. Yes, you have a point of like, yeah, they drove down the field. Doesn't matter. I still that's what I'm saying. I yeah, no, no, I'm no I know, I know, I'm not, I'm not saying that. But at the end of the day, it does not matter when you're driving down those many yards and getting zero points. Right? We said this against the Rams' lines. This is how the Rams lost in the Wild Card weekend. Ravens did the same thing in the second half. Lamar Jackson is to blame for every single drive, is to blame for the interception and the fumble. Reason why he's blamed for every single drive, hold the ball down for too long, got sacked, kicked out of field goal range. I'm sorry, Lamar. I love you, but this one's on you.
0: Yeah, like, obviously, I'm not saying, again, I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying.
1: But I'm picking one guy, and it's him.
0: Yeah, um... Same here, because he is the quarterback. He got the money. And li- listen, obviously, we have relatives. We have, first of all, a cousin. We're Chachay. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> we were at their house. We obviously were talking to some relatives. Um, and, you know, they, I, I was the one guy when he came to the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, I always talked about the experience side of things. And I would say uh, I would side with that a little bit. This is where I hate the Chiefs, because they literally give us no reason this year to pick them for whatever, right? It was just strictly because you want to just go off old Patrick Mahomes' history. Over the regular season, they were not it. Last year, at least, they started off bad, but they ended up good and the reason why they won the Super Bowl. So, and all that, plus the Ravens actually look like they got over the hump slightly. They had the weapons. They had the play calling. I don't know why all that went away. But Lamar, his case, he needs to match up with... um, uh, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, because at least when the Bills lost, you can't blame Josh Allen and to the certain to pretty much any of it.
1: And Joe Burrow, yeah, uh, because Josh Allen went toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes twice. Joe Burrow has went toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes twice. Lamar Jackson looked like a child against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I'm sorry, but
0: here's my thing, right? Like, I still am a believer. So far, he has he's not a big time player. I'm not saying that. The fact those are the facts. But do I believe in the dude? And do I think he could win a Super Bowl in the future? 100%. Because I feel like Todd Munkin will learn from this. Because this is also, I think, his first time in the NFL as OC. Because he should learn from what he made the mistakes. I feel like, okay, outside of OBJ, maybe they upgrade that. Maybe they bring OBJ back. They have the weapons now. I feel like Lamar should learn from this. Because at the end of the day, he made step-by-step progression at least. Whenever he's healthy. And on top of that, like there's no reason in the regular season, to be clear... um, He's one of the winningest quarterbacks ever since he came into the league, right? And Yeah, um, but... As I, but for me, uh, if I, the question is, is he going to be a big-time player? I believe so. Like, I'm, You're the more Lamar fan, you could... The, the, the thing is the this, on
1: that. he is one of the most re- winning... Probably has a very high winning percentage in the regular season. Complete opposite in the playoffs, he's in the 20%. Yeah. So, do I believe in the big-time player? I feel like if I say yes, I might be a little bit biased, but I would agree with you still, just because... Yeah. He can make plays, and uh, the issue is he didn't make plays Just in, in the championship yeah, game. I feel home. like he'll
0: learn from it. I definitely do that. I John Harbaugh will help with that. Um, obviously, we have a relative. I'm sure he's watching this because he said he will. Thinks he's a running back. I completely disagree vehemently with that because there's no way he would have made it this far then. If that That's the true,
1: but um, but you have that case for this game because he has been over this game. He overthrew everyone. He. Which wasn't accurate. The interception doesn't help. You could say that for this game, but if you're saying that as his like, career, he's, it's not. No, yeah, no. Like, I yeah. think, I
0: think for me, that's just hater talk, and I'm not. Yeah, no. He's not the only one I'm referring to. There's all other people. Um, like I completely. He's a Steelers
1: fan, so, so obviously he's going to gonna say it as well. But
0: I completely disagree with that take whatsoever. There's there's zero percent chance because you can't tell me Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, even the top end right, wide receivers will be doing this. Yeah, you're, yeah, this game, sure, he may look like a running back, but he still made big time plays this game. Um, not not a, big time not, plays. Like, no, he didn't. No, okay, I'm wrong word. Teresa, yeah, right. he <laughs> made big. He made plays happen. Did it end in a touchdown? That's a different story. I'm talking about the play to Zay Flowers was big. Yeah, right. That was still a big time okay, play yeah. at the moment. It's not
1: a big time. It's a play. He made plays.
0: Again, that it was a big play at that moment. It was that on that specific drive. It was not his fault because Zay Flowers did what he did. But I'm just saying he still made plays. He still showed. He the touchdown was a big time play, right? <laughs> Um outside of that, like listen, I still believe in Lamar Jackson. I'm like I said, you're you're the bigger fan than me, but I I'm not gonna coddle him and baby him saying it is not his fault. It is. This time he has no excuses. I'm not gonna defend him in any case whatsoever, cause this loss was on him, cause QB's find a ways to win. Patrick Mahomes did exactly that these last two weeks against Josh Allen and against Lamar Jackson, right? And I hope let's see, next year at this time, whenever we're recording this, if they even make the playoffs, which I think they should it might change my mind right or i'll be proven right i, I think you were agreeing with me slightly that he still you still believe yeah, in um,
1: yeah i you could predict that but at the moment well, we always yeah, yeah, saying yeah, that yeah at no the moment, we are sure. obviously we're predicting yes but at the moment he is not and uh, at the moment josh allen gave me a heartbreaking loss lamar jackson was just so a disappointment
0: you but you agree that you still believe in the dude that he can yeah i said yes okay um yeah, I think that, that's it from the Lamar. Hopefully, they learn from this. That's all. It's a learning lesson. Todd Munkin. You might be lo- The problem with this team, though, is you might be losing McDonald's, your defensive coordinator. Which yeah, and
1: massive. then also teams around you are going to be better. Yeah, that right? too. But, but like
0: I said, we believe in Lamar still. That's just our conclusion. This but yeah, is on him. and.
1: We'll move on to the NFC.
0: And I have takes in this. But yeah, let's start off with a winner.
1: The San Francisco 49ers have proven in this playoffs along with Kyle Shanahan, that they can play from behind. Brock Purdy has come in and played his best football when he was losing, when it mattered most, and helped carry this team to a comeback wins in back-to-back games. Yes, he has Christian McCaffrey. Yes, he has Brandon Ayuk. Yes, he has Kittle. But you can't tell. Nobody could say that Brock Purdy was not the best player.
0: wasn't you there. You said all that. Right. Patrick Mahomes had Tyreek Hill. Patrick Mahomes had Travis Kelsey. Patrick Mahomes had Andy Reid. Patrick Mahomes had a decent old line when he started his career. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, people that are not crediting, uh, I'm talking about beginning of the year Patrick yeah. Mahomes as well. Career Patrick Mahomes. People that are discrediting Brock Purdy at this point, no, because when you saw him, when he couldn't make the throw, he made plays with his legs. Something. I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes. I'm saying it was Patrick Mahomes. esque when he. Fought for yards and got the first downs, whatever he needed to do, right? So you can't that that like how you give we give Patrick Holmes all the credit in his rookie quote unquote rookie year because it was his second year technically uh on paper. You can't say Brock Purdy just because he's a hundred whatever pick it was, Mister Irrelevant. I think it's one ninety nine or whatever it is. You can't take away what he has done, right? And you agree with that 100%, so we're not going to go at it at that. But those people that are saying, like, Bro, the oh. the pick is,
1: like, 260-something, by the way. It's not 199. Okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm we're, like, next. way off. <laughs> uh, I'm tired. We had soccer games
0: yesterday. But, um, yeah, like, it's bullshit. Like, if you're going to say uh, Brock Purdy doesn't deserve any credit for this, it's just he's being carried on. He ain't Jimmy Garoppolo. With Jimmy Garoppolo, you were literally winning with Kevin Coleman the, and whoever your other the, running back was at the time.
1: With Jimmy Garoppolo... Don't get me wrong, Jimmy grapple has done well with the Niners. Yeah. Incredible Niners career. They were they would have been eliminated. Uh the uh, pa- if not Packers, they would have been eliminated by the Lions. Um oh, they
0: would have been eliminated by the Packers, 100 percent
1: Yeah, so say if not the Packers, oh, yeah. who knows, it might have squeaked by just because they always beat yeah. the Packers, right, in the playoffs. With Jimmy groppler they did that with against Aaron Rodgers as well. So yeah, no, Brock Purdy is that guy and we cannot complain that he in two years he has made an nfc championship game and now he's made a super bowl
0: an injury away from possible yeah and if
1: he didn't get injured against the eagles he could have made two straight super bowls uh we have a rematch of the Chiefs and niners the Niners defense very concerning in the first half again played well in the second half niners overall they're a good team they're a solid team don't get me wrong but you got to play a full 60 minutes uh, if you want to beat the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, because um, you're not going to rely on Brandon and you catching a ball off someone's face mask. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> against, against that defense. So we'll talk. We'll preview that in a second. Um, Niners-wise, yeah, like you said, they, they could prove they could win from behind. Um, they got the weapons. Can they continue this? Let's see, right? But I got issues with the Lions. I do. So we got to talk about it. We were almost proven right That we were more confident in the Lions than the Chiefs. Obviously, the Chiefs ended up destroying. I'm not saying that. But the Lions part of things, we were almost right. And the way that game started, golf was playing well. Uh, Your running game was going crazy. You're up... uh, 24-7. 24-7, a half. A half, yeah. And... You know, everything looked good. You got MMG freaking going crazy at the stadium and everything like that because he's a Lions fan. You got got, got M&M freaking um, um, middle fingering people in the crowd. You know, good vibes, everything. And I, but it all went downhill. Credit to the Niners for doing what they did. But this game is strictly on Dan Campbell. I don't care what anybody has to say. Both of those fourth going for fourth down, I don't care. Both of them are bullshit. Both of them should not happen. I don't care. Um, zero excuses whatsoever. Uh, for sure, the second one, but even the first one, because you're telling me that you could have been up three possessions. You were not fourth and one, I believe. I think you were fourth and like two or three at that time. Am I mistaken with that?
1: I don't remember. I know the second one was definitely fourth and three. Do not remember the first one. Okay,
0: I, I don't remember being it because they threw the ball. I think as it well. could have been fourth and one. But either way, like you could have been up three possessions. And guess what happened? Because you missed that opportunity, line or the Niners went down and scored. Then uh, a, Jameer Gibbs, I believe, fumbled. Yeah. And then they scored off that in a tie game. At least let's just say you hit the field goal, and they did exactly that. You're still up, which means you put Brock Purdy and that team in a still a come from behind situation. You did not. You couldn't do that. I don't care. You, um, I understand that was your philosophy all year. Uh, go for it. Be aggressive. Have this underdog mentality. But dude, you're in the championship game. You're up by a lot. How do you choke this? Like, there's no excuse for you to go for it on both of those plays. The first, like the second one. Me and you agree, and you'll bring that up in a second. With you would have been up three possessions. Yeah. I would understand if it was a ten point game. Fine. But because you would have, it still would have been a two, a two possession game. But three possession game, you put up and it was like midway through the third. You could have put all the pressure on the Niners there.
1: It would have been three possession if they're up by ten still. No. Mean, like if they're up no that meant they are up by seventeen. Yeah. So, so you're saying uh, if yeah, it I'm saying if it was a ten point so game. So saying it was a ten point game. I would understand it a yeah, little yeah. bit
0: more, but not at a fourteen point game. Because that would have definitely put a because uh, a like ten point would have been yeah, a yeah, thirteen yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Uh this one, um yeah, no excuse. You should have done the field goal. You can't have this underdog. I understand you love it, but you're also going to lose your fan base. This is how coaches get fired.
1: All right, Dan Campbell, first of all, you're not getting fired. No, I'm saying this. Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying you're not getting fired. Uh, Incredible job by the Lions and Dan Campbell all year, giving props where it is. Second one, I 100% agree with you. The first one, I probably 85% agree with you. The 85% coming from, yes, you would have three possession lead. The other 15% is, The guy had two hands on the ball right in his chest. I don't care who you are in the league. I don't care if you're freaking Jalen Rager, Nelson Aguilar, or freaking Tyreek Hill. When the ball is like right here, right here, right here, two hands on it, or even if it was like this or this, I'm catching that ball. How are you not catching it? I don't get that. That's number one. That's the only thing I had knock on that too. For that first play. Second one, 100% agree with you. You got to tie the game. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But that guy, I think with Josh Reynolds, he didn't do his job as an NFL wide receiver. Listen. I don't care. You had two hands on the ball. You have to make that play. That call, yes, Dan Campbell does deserve obviously blame for going for on fourth down. I'm going to make that play 50-50, 50% on Dan Campbell, 50% on Josh Reynolds, because I don't give a damn who the hell you are. I'm expecting you to catch the ball too.
0: You're I'm, not, I'm not saying
1: your shit, but like <laughs> I'm expecting you to catch the ball. I'm expecting every single person that can walk to catch that ball.
0: See, listen, here's the thing. Two things are going to be right. He should have made the play for sure, but it should not have got to that point. Because like I said, I still two things could be right. He could have made the play. I would tip my cap off to him. But I still, th- I was still, before the play went down, I'm like, why are you going for this? Yeah, uh, I was going. That that's fair. That's
1: fair. Don't get me wrong, but nobody's complaining if you caught that and it showed my I tipped m- my cap off to it. Nobody, nobody was complaining. As
0: complain. a coach, you also got to realize you're in hostile environment as well. You're not at home. I would understand it even more if you were at home. You're in a hostile environment, and on top of that, like there's a risk factor of him dropping the ball. No matter what, there's going to be a risk of him dropping the ball, and that's exactly what happened, and you ruined it. Yeah. I, that play call should not happen. You cannot have that. You should have made that a sort of three possession game. Sure, I'll, I'll agree, agree with you slightly. He should have made the play because it was a.
1: Slightly, no, you had to agree 100% that you should have made that play. Okay, yeah, yeah. I agree with you that you should
0: have made the play. I don't agree with you that he should have went for it. Um, I know you said 85%. I didn't say, yeah. yeah, but it was a good play call. I give Ben Johnson, Dan Campbell, credit for the play call, mainly Ben Johnson. But
1: give credit Goff for the throw. Goff's numbers yeah. got a little bit skewed. Goff was great all game. Goff was great. But um Goff, it's not even Josh Reynolds. Amon Ra St. Brown dropped a couple of balls. Sam Laporta dropped one. I think Sam Laporta one was a little bit tough, so I won't yeah. blame him. Amon Ra dropped a ball. Josh Reynolds dropped another one. Yeah. Um Jameer Gibbs, fumble. As much as it is on Dan Campbell, I give him 90% of the blame, 10% of the drop passes not executing as the players. Yeah. Gibbs fumble, Reynolds multiple drop catches. Amon Ra, you're number one. If I'm yelling he at Diggs, the first if I'm... If, Travis Kelsey, like if, numbers in the first yeah, I know. If I'm yelling at Diggs, how the hell are you dropping that? Yeah. Amon Ra, you're in the same category as Diggs. Yeah, right? And you got to make that play as well.
0: So that's, that's the first, that's the first de- big decision. I don't care what anybody says. Stupid decision. Second one, let's talk about that a little bit more because we both agree on it. You can't have an underdog mentality there. You cannot. You could have tied the game. Yes, you would have given the ball to Purdy's hands. I get it. Or Christian McCaffrey. You were getting the ball back, right? Like, you, yeah, it was. A you got time. the
1: ball back, right? They they went down and scored a touchdown. You scored a touchdown again. You lost by three. Those were the three points. Yeah. Those were the three points that mattered more. But even then, more. it's
0: very situational because you could have been up seventeen. Who knows what could have happened? Whatever the case may be, but yeah, yeah like, the thing there's is, I don't zero excuse for you to tie the game, not to tie the game there.
1: Yeah, no, I I, I was really surprised. I'm like. Yes, obviously, it is your philosophy the whole entire year. It is uh, it is who you are as a team. It is who you are as a coach. But the thing is, it was fourth and 3 You're down by three. You don't get it. You have to pray the Niners don't get a touchdown. Your only right. excuse is... You have to pray the Niners don't get a touchdown, and the Niners got a touchdown. You went back and drove down and got a touchdown yourself. You proved that your offense in that game could play against that defense, and you did that. All of the first half and then the fourth quarter as well. The third quarter was pretty dreadful, and uh, that's 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 the thing. I I don't understand that one your at all.
0: Only excuses if your kicker was injured. It was a backup t- kicker as well.
1: Huh? Like they had a second. Their actual kicker wasn't kicking.
0: Okay, but either way, your kick your kicker for that game was injured, or he missed like three field goals prior to that point. Yeah, you hit a field goal right before half, which you know a couple of minutes before half to right, like a minute or so before? It was our last drive. It was like five seconds Yeah, but either way, like people were saying like, you did that right decision there. You could have had, again, you could have made it a... Honestly, that
1: one, personally, like obviously, I'm not saying personally, I would have went for it. I would understand if you went for that one at halftime, right? Try to get a kill shot in right before half. Yeah. Understand that one. This one, I... I can't come up. I can't come up. The second one, I can't come up with excuse. The third one, which was the game-tying one, I'm, I'm befuddled yeah i'm so confused
0: and you said it yourself after the game you might not have a, you might not have this opportunity again and listen you have the whole fan base loving you one moment this like you said you said it in your post game you said it whatever that you know you may never have this opportunity again and if that was the case then you blew it because i don't expect the eagles to be this bad which we'll get to their coaching news in a second uh, i don't expect um uh, you obviously expect the niners to be back I there's a I think at NFC South some teams might progress. You have your own in your own division. You have Green Bay on the come up. So like okay, the thing is
1: this, I'm still fully confident the Lions are making the playoffs next year. Yeah, same here. Yeah, so as of right now, as of right now, um, honestly, if I don't uh, like as long as like I you don't have, think they're we gonna don't lose know what anyone. Their free agencies are, yeah, true. no, if they're able to bring their team back, and I don't care what happened in any other teams adding or losing, no, I'm here, fully no, no, confident. No, no. I'm, I'm gonna disagree with you slightly. Well,
0: Ben Johnson might be out. So who's going to be your play caller? I'm that was a massive. Di- if it could be a massive difference. That we could be a massive we difference. We saw what happened with Dable and Dorsey, right? And then on top of that, I mean,
1: the Bills still made the playoffs. We
0: don't know how good Goff is going to be next the year. The Bills still made the playoffs. Yeah, but they, Goff they're has they're been good shit. two years in a row. I have, yeah, conf- I'm confident. That's in Goff. fine, but it's still always going to be. The, I, I still ha- personally, I still have question marks. But this game, I gave Goff credit. His numbers don't look good. It was not on him. But if you lose Ben Johnson, I don't know who uh, who could replace him on the top of my head. Unless someone internal that we don't know about,
1: right? yeah, I, I still, I so still, have, still like, to I still point. have heavy confidence in the Lions as but well still that they will make the playoffs. And I'm not saying they're gonna do anything in the playoffs. It could be wild card. But yeah, that's It what could be, point. it could be division they can title. Make the playoffs, all they want. Yeah,
0: this is their opportunity to get I know, the but Super
1: Bowl. The thing is this: you make the playoffs, you always have a chance of paying for the Super for Bowl. Sure. So I don't think the Lions are completely out. I think Dan Campbell. Yes, he's I, not getting fired. I'm not. I no, saying no, I'm that. not saying that. But I think Dan Campbell lied. I, you do have another chance. You're a young team. You have another chance.
0: No, but no, he. I don't think he lied either. Yeah, because he's like, like you said.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. you don't get it every year. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but he's saying that. He I'm might saying be as a squad, as a squad, you're a young team still. I still have confidence in th- in that team that they could make an NFC championship again under the Dan Campbell era.
0: But I do agree with him that like this could be his only opportunity.
1: Uh, that part's true too yeah, yeah so it's that like, can be true that can be
0: true but so I don't think he lied Huh? like he said lied I don't think he's lying you could you could you could, you might, you might believe it or not that's analyzation is a different point but I don't think he's
1: lying yeah I, I, I probably should have said I don't believe it as much yeah so because at the same time you said I don't regret my decision yeah, so I, hope, I, I don't know what the to believe then
0: I really hope next year even during the regular season you kind of take that underdog mentality away because you're no longer the underdog like you said I agree with you I think they should especially if they keep Ben Johnson um assuming he doesn't get a job next year well if they're
1: keeping Ben Johnson doing the division again
0: yeah so then I have no then I have no issues I think you guys should be able to compete again if you lose Ben Johnson there's question marks but I hope you just learn from this I hope you don't have this underdog mentality every time because listen yeah you on paper you were the underdog this game but during that moment you were the favorites especially during the moment of the first field goal or the second the the field the first fourth and uh, whatever they went on. Yeah, so on that, that
1: that's the, that wraps up the NFC championship game.
0: So let's talk about Super Bowl very There's quickly. a
1: quickly preview, we're not going to spoil gonna go too much, yeah. We so got Chiefs, Niners, quick aspects both teams. It's going to be a tough pick. It's uh, guaranteed going to be a tough pick of uh so who are going to predict I'm as well?
0: There for a second, right now the Niners are the early favorites. Do I agree with that? Sure. Yeah, slightly I agree with it. But looking at this playoffs though, I don't fool, I, I don't, f- okay, I said, I agree with it based on the regular season intact, right? But if you're just looking at strictly the playoffs, the Chiefs look more comfortable in their wins than the Niners. Because the Niners came back from behind. It will be tough for the Niners to come back from behind against this Chiefs defense. This is the way they're... Yeah,
1: playing. so the thing is this. We're looking at the teams itself, they both have great defenses. They both have great offenses. I do believe the fact that if the Niners are down in this game, they won't come back. If They got to play like how the Bills did, where they're going back and forth, right? One thing that the Bills proved, that this Chiefs defense isn't completely, you know, God. They're amazing, but they're not completely God-tier. Yeah. Right? And the Bills and the Josh Allen, Josh Allen proved that. Right? Because at the end of the day, Tyler Bass missed a field goal. Brock Purdy can cook this defense, I believe. But at the same time, you can't let it out of reach like how the Ravens were really struggling from behind. Josh Allen kept it a one-score field goal touchdown game the whole time. The Ravens didn't. The Niners need to do the same thing as the Bills, where they gotta keep it with that. Because if they fall down two possessions, I think it's done. Because at the end of the day, Mahomes and uh, Kelsey, doesn't matter how bad their offense is or whoever else. If you have Mahomes and Kelsey, yes, the Niners defense is great. Don't get me wrong. They can cook anyone as well. Early predictions right now. I have no fucking research. clue. <laughs> <laughs> I have no I have, fucking clue. Uh, listen, <laughs> as much
0: as I want to see Christian McCaffrey win and as much as I want Brock Purdy to shut people up, like I said, I, I don't care because I'm, I'm 50-50 for this, for sure. Because the only guy to compete with Tom Brady as the GOAT, even though he did beat Mahomes twice, is Patrick Mahomes. Right. Yeah. and the only way he could be considered the GOAT because I think he is the most talented player we've ever seen at least I've ever seen Um. and I, I get it we're Peyton Manning fans he's more talented
1: he is more talented than Brady but, that is for sure
0: but for him to catch up to Brady he needs the rings and this could be some ring number 3 so I don't care for that reason at the same time I'm not going to be mad if the Niners win the same thing with Lamar I, w- I wouldn't have been mad if the Ravens won Right. Uh, people have their personal agendas whether they like the Chiefs or not or the whole celebrity factor or not but if I'm leaning right now, I'm might be going with the Chiefs slightly, as of right now. But again, yeah, that's
1: fair. That's fair to say. But we're gonna hold a Super Bowl preview there just because yeah. we have two weeks for that. Yeah, and yeah, we'll move on to some NFL hey, off-season news.
0: One more game left.
1: One more game left. <laughs> And it could have been Chiefs Lions rounded off and made a full so circle they both moment. The Ravens were similar, except yeah. one
0: team ended up doing the comeback, and the Ravens, even though they had opportunities for the comebacks, didn't. And that's all they No, out. it wasn't
1: similar. Know, like one game was actually. Similar. No, they weren't. 17 7 to like freaking 31 28. How's that similar?
0: My, no, because the Ravens were, had opportunities to do it, but they just didn't. That's my. Saying. Yeah, because they, they sucked. That's what that I'm game. saying. I was saying. But yeah, let's move on. Similar.
1: Let's move on to the NFL offseason news, starting off with Raheem Morris. Being the Atlanta Falcons head coach. And if it wasn't Belichick, I'm happy with Morris. I'm really happy with Marie, Raheem Morris.
0: Yeah, maybe even people didn't want Belichick because of the age factor. I, like I said, I didn't think Bella, I, Belichick would be a good fit. And then a lot of teams, I just wanted this team to go young, a younger coach or like go create, go a younger approach, whether that has been Ben Johnson or with Raheem Morris. So I was happy with either. They got Reakey Morris, obviously, and it's not even only that he gets he gets a second chance, right? Hopefully it works out well for him. He was obviously regarded last year by the Colts and other teams as well. Um, did great job with the Rams. Obviously he has a Super Bowl experience. He was on the pivot with um, Ryan Clark and his podcast from ESPN, and he shared like, listen, the Tampa Bay opportunity. I believe it was Tampa Bay. He's like, I deserve to be fired, right? Like. There's no way you can't say that because I'm, you know, the r- racial things aside, I was not good enough, right? And now he's learned. I hope it goes well. Um, you're obviously a secondary Atlanta fan just because of Julio Jones and you're going to stick by that. Yeah. Totally.
1: <laughs> the thing with this, Raheem Morris is, he's, he has an incredible defense this year, right? A Falcons defense was definitely low-key underrated as well. Jesse Bates was incredible this year, like yeah. absolutely incredible, AJ Terrell is a stud uh, cornerback. Jeff Okuda had a decent year for, obviously, uh, him being trolled for being a third overall pick. He kind of had a low-key bounce-back year. Um, Grady Jarrett's there, obviously, is a little bit older. Same with Klayas Campbell. Like, the Falcons' defensive unit is pretty good. If you get the right offensive guys and a quarterback, this Falcons team can take a jump.
0: So, speaking of the offense, um, stick with the Rams. Or, sorry, stick—well, Rams, kind of. But stick with the Falcons. They're hiring Rams pass game coordinator Zach Robinson— As their new offensive coordinator, one of the most popular interviews on the OC circuit, Robinson was Morris's top choice. And this is massive because, obviously, the great work he did uh, in the Rams. Um, But to your point, they have three studs in Bijan, Drake London, and Kyle Pitts. The question mark is their QB, whether it be you trade for... I don't think Kyler Murray's gonna be available for him, but more realistically, Russ, Justin Fields.
1: Russ or Justin Fields.
0: Uh, or you draft whoever you do, whether you move up and
1: you're they I think they're a little bit I think they're a nine. Just on the top ten, right?
0: Yeah, I think they're like a nine.
1: Yeah, I mean there's a chance you could even trade up.
0: Or someone could fall to them like a Penix if they want to go yeah. to him. But but either way, you could you find you could go at a young QB, mold him with this young core, right? and we've seen QB like Brock Purdy literally himself who was mister irrelevant do what he did as a rookie and his second year i love it Atlanta, uh, as long as it hopefully it works out can can be a scary team not in just the near future and a you know an up and coming team this year kind of like what the Detroit Lions kind of did
1: yeah if they could this offseason is very key for them depending on what they do they got to figure out some stuff obviously add if you're going like if you're dead set on going for a rookie quarterback, I would add many free agents right now. You know, definitely, especially de- defensively, they're try picking, to get Raheem Morris as many pieces. Eight, if you're wondering, yeah, so if you get if Raheem Morris get his many defensive pieces set. Offensively, I think you're fine. Your O lines definitely decent. good enough. I think Jake Matthews and uh, Chris Chris Lidstrom definitely gonna lead that O line well. And uh, obviously, you already mentioned the weapons.
0: Yeah, uh, excited for this team. I really am. Uh, I, um, I think they made a lot of good moves. This could be a Demico esque hire. Um, they still gotta make those moves, though. Yeah, they still the gotta to make is those the moves. Uh, at least the Texans made. Moves. So far,
1: step one, we enjoy. Yes. yeah. But you step and that core, but many next, more steps still.
0: Yeah. Uh, next head coaching position filled up, which is the Carolina Panthers. They're taking Dave Canales from Tampa Bay, who's the, who was their offensive coordinator. Um, Dave Canales is signing a six-year contract and I'm not surprised. Obviously, he, I think he did a great job with Baker last year. 100%, yeah. Like, obviously, Bravo was out there. He, they interviewed with him, but, yeah, I mean, give him an opportunity, right?
1: Um, for Panthers, I would prefer offensive guy just because of yeah. Bryce Young. Like, don't get me wrong, I would love Brayville there, but when you have a young quarterback, you know, I like having an offensive guy with him and, uh, Dave Canales has done good job with Baker, who we thought was done and dusted, revived himself this year and proven that he is a starting quarterback in this league. Yeah, and obviously that offense as well. Mike Evans had an incredible year. Um, Kate Auden was pretty solid himself. Uh, their tight end, obviously, you have Chris Godwin, Rashad White. Good pieces on the good pieces on the Buccaneers offense, but Dave Canales is going to have to do that with a pretty dreadful Panthers team and. uh but you have Bryce Young, and you can't give up on him yet, um, just because sure. there was nothing really around him.
0: The good news is, Canales and the new Panthers GM, Dan Morgan, both worked together for the Seahawks for seven years. So there's familiarity with between them, kind of like talk it, Rutherford, Alvin-esque. So there won't be, or well, at least we don't think there'll be drama, in terms of like, I want this guy, what are you doing? Now, the question is Tepper, we all know that. But yeah, that, I think it's a good hire. Um before we announce the other OC hires and the GM hire, because the only two remaining spots are the Seahawks and the Commanders, and both Ben Johnson and Mike McDonald, I believe his name, are the highly touted ones, and uh, they might get filled up because I think the Seahawks might be leaning McDonald, and then Washington is leaning Ben Johnson. We might not have Rabel or Belichick in the head coaching position last year as, as we thought they were locks to be.
1: Okay, Vrabel, I had more so than Belichick just because Belichick...
0: Older guy, I know I it. ...might retire. <laughs> I don't think he's retiring. Yeah, I know, but
1: who knows? At the end of the day, he is freaking... It's only
0: because... The reason why I don't think he's retiring, he's only 15 wins away from being the all-time wins. That's so true, too. That,
1: that's that potential happy. as well. Who knows? But, yeah, Vrabel is definitely a shocking one for sure.
0: Uh the report did come out that if it, was, if it wasn't Harbaugh, it would have been Vrabel. If Harbaugh said no, Jim Harbaugh, for the Chargers, it would have been Vrabel. That's what I saw. Um, to uh, before we go to, the, again, c- talk about the other hires very quickly. Um, the Seahawks also have, I think, Dan Quinn uh, as an option, but it's looking like more it's going to be Mike McDonald or Ben Johnson. So, like I said, both deserve head coaching positions there. But, and then same thing with Washington. So, we'll see how it goes. We all know Dennis Allen is probably getting fired first, so Mike Rabel might be the next Saints head coach. Yeah, yeah so that's I'm true. Very early prediction right now. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. But head coach or offensive coordinator wise, um, let's start off with Philadelphia. They obviously finalized Vic Fanju, I believe, but they also fail, fail, uh, failed their uh, offensive coordinator because Brian Johnson was let go. The Eagles are expected to hire Kellen Moore, formerly of the Cowboys and the Chargers, this past year. And. Um, Yeah, Moore was blocked from all interviews until Jim Harbaugh was hired. Obviously, when Jim Harbaugh was hired, he quickly lands a job with Philly. He also interviewed with Cleveland. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm not convinced by Kellen Moore. Obviously, he has highs and lows. I think he will work fine. I do believe that. But I won't be surprised if it's the Eagles' offense is disastrous like this past year.
0: Yeah, um, like you said, I think... He didn't go crazy in the Chargers. A lot of that could be because of the injury to Justin Herbert. But we'll see.
1: Even before that, it wasn't the same. Herbert wasn't Herbert. This offense wasn't good. We'll be frank. This offense was not good. And, uh, yeah, Calen Moore was the leader of that offense yeah. because Staley's a defensive coach, right? Whereas in Dallas, you know, Mike McCarthy still has some reins. Obviously, Staley has some reins as a coach, don't me wrong. But it was Kellen Moore's offense, and the Chargers did not look good.
0: Yeah, so I'm not I'm not fully convinced. But it's just a wait and see process. Um, if it doesn't work, both are gonna be gone, Sirianni and himself. But yeah, so that's that's the um, that's there. Speaking of Cleveland, they also got their old offensive coordinator again. Another slight question mark ish, but it's Ken Dorsey, formerly of the Bills, who just got fired. He quickly lands a job in Cleveland. To be part of Kevin Stefanski's staff. Now, I guess the difference here is Stefanski is the play caller, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So, he's not going to be calling plays, unlike uh, Kellen Moore probably will be. And, uh, yeah. So, obviously, Dorsey didn't have the great, uh, especially a great year with the Buffalo Bills. D-
1: Dorsey had ups and downs. That is for sure. But the another thing, like, obviously, James Cook was available. And what Joe Brady did with James Cook was incredible. Um, Dorsey didn't have anyone like Chubb, <laughs> right? Chubb's going to be coming back and, uh, Assuming he is. yeah. And when Dorsey is going to have someone like Chubb, I, I'll, I'll predict that Dorsey will be an advocate for running the ball. And if he isn't, uh, yeah, it's a yeah. terrible hire.
0: So uh, I think this thing will help him because he's not going to be calling plays. Like I said, so we'll, we'll see.
1: I think, I think, I think it will do fine. I have more confidence in Dorsey than I do have in uh Kellen Moore.
0: Um, speaking of Joe Brady, he is officially off the interim tag which makes a lot makes of sense. sense yeah so um and uh, the last hire and this happened today raven or uh, chargers working to hire ravens executive hortez as gm joe hortez is the director of player press personnel from the ravens he's joining one harbaugh for, he's leaving one harbaugh for another um Great pickup, Ravens scouting-wise, great. Like um, Kyle obviously Hamilton, like, by the way, shout out Kyle Hamilton. We should have shouted you out earlier. Oh yeah, no, Kyle Hamilton, man, yeah. that
1: guy is incredible. Um, but yeah, when you're looking at Chargers' needs, there's obviously a lot on the d- defensive side. The Ravens have constructed one of the best defenses in the league, so that's a good sign there.
0: He, okay, I just read this right now. He has been with the Ravens since 1998 and held several scouting positions throughout his executive career. He's then become obviously, like I said, director of player personnel. So that's one, you know, outside of maybe Philly, one of the best run franchises is Baltimore Ravens, and that's a great hire um, for the for the Chargers. Which means at Dodds, you're still staying because of Colt.
1: Let's go. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think the Raiders already got their guy. Too. Raiders got to let's go. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So that's the hires for GMs and coaches as of now.
0: Last NFL topic before we continue. The award finalists have been announced, and we're going to do a quick award prediction as we go. Because we we've already did a lot of ours, but we might as well make it right now.
1: Because we have the short list. As yeah, short list. QBs. Lamar Sorry, QB. Jackson. MVP. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen,
0: Lamar Jackson, <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy. It's Lamar Jackson. Um, It will be Lamar Jackson, but my vote goes to Christian McCaffrey. But I think Lamar Jackson will win it. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm going to That's say. fair, yeah. Um, say your vote but who do you think will actually win? Uh offensive player of the year, Tyreek Hill, C. D. Lamb, Christian McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson, Doc Prescott. First of all, before you say anything, I don't understand this. Honestly. The QBs being involved. I
1: kinda even explain it. Yeah. I kinda I, I kinda explain but, it. But <laughs> but yeah, vote. Christian McCaffrey think will win, Christian McCaffrey.
0: Same. I agree with that. Um Defensive Player of the Year, Daron Bland, Max Crosby, Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, TJ Watt. TJ Watt made this a conversation. He
1: did. Uh, My vote would go to Miles Garrett, but I just have this feeling that TJ Wall might win it.
0: My vote will also go to Miles Garrett, and I think TJ Wall will win it.
1: What are you copying? I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I know, yeah. It's <laughs> fair. Okay, so this
0: is a tough one. I mean, it's easy because we think we know who's going to win it, but offensive rookie of the year Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, Puka Nakua, Bijan Robinson, CJ Stroud.
1: My boy Josh Downs got robbed. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, CJ Stroud and CJ Stroud. Uh,
0: You're voting CJ Stroud too? I thought you were going to go Puka. You're yeah, a wide receiver guy, man. I'm a wide receiver guy. But like, see, this is where it gets confusing. It's, uh,
1: yeah, I'm voting Puka. What am I saying?
0: CJ deserves it. I'm not saying he does not deserve it at all. He absolutely deserves it. But when I read the fact that Puka broke records as a rookie, is the one that kind of threw me I, for a I'm loop. I'm
1: voting Puka and I'm... I think it's, it's CJ, but it's CJ's going to win.
0: It's not unanimous, though. It can't be unanimous. It shouldn't
1: be. It yeah. should not be.
0: Is a, is MVP unanimous for you, too? That's going to be No, up. I think
1: McCaffrey deserves okay. votes.
0: Defensive Rookie of the Year. I think it's pretty straightforward, but it's Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, Joey Porter Jr., Kobe Turner, Devon Witherspoon. Uh. I think it might be Will Anderson.
1: I think it's Will Anderson. Uh,
0: and I'm voting for Will Anderson.
1: Yeah, I think Devon Witherspoon has a shout. Obviously, Jalen Carter has a shout. Ultimately, I'll go with Will Anderson as well.
0: Um, Coach of the Year, Dan Campbell, John Harbaugh, D'Amico Ryans, Kyle Shanahan, Kevin Stavansky.
1: My vote is Shane Steichen. <laughs> 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 because I'm voting off the short list. My vote is still Shane Steichen. Okay, no. But who I think will win is probably D'Amico Ryans.
0: And who are you going to vote? Shane Steichen. No, I'm voting not. off the list. No, you're not.
1: I can. I'm allowed. Probably vote for freaking D'Amico. D'Amico. Yeah.
0: Um if it wasn't for D'Amico everyone here deserves it especially Stefanski too but D'Amico should get it as simple as that my vote goes to D'Amico assistant coach of the year Ben Johnson Mike McDonald Todd Munkin Jim Schwartz Bobby Slowick I might want to I, I think the Texans might sweep this
1: no I'm not going with Texans uh, <laughs> I would I think Ben Johnson will win my vote is Jim Schwartz just because I don't know, I don't know what the hell he did with that defense, but he did My incredible. My vote
0: is Bobby Slowick because what he did was he just shot as a rookie is insane, and I think Mike McDonald might get it.
1: Yeah, I, everyone deserves it on this one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then last one, comeback player of the year: Joe Flacco, Demar Hamlin, Baker Mayfield, Matthew Stafford, Tua Tagovailoa. Before you vote, Joe Flacco said Demar Hamlin does deserve it, but what do you think?
1: Yeah. The thing is this, bro. DeMar Hamlin barely played, right? And for that reason, I'll probably vote Flacco, but I think DeMar Hamlin's gonna win. And there's no knock on DeMar Hamlin, but everyone else played and they played at a high level. DeMar Hamlin didn't, unfortunately.
0: I'm going DeMar Hamlin, and I think he'll win it. I just think like what he almost literally died. Yeah, that's true. So because of that, the fact that he even stepped on the field is a lot. Yeah. And within a year, usually it may take two years. That's why. I'm going with DeMar Hamlin for that reason. I agree with Joe Flacco 100%. Uh, otherwise, it would have been easy Joel Flacco's award. Oh, yeah. If it wasn't for that. As much as Baker may have had an opportunity to come back. Yeah, so
1: those are award predictions. We're going yeah. to m- move off the NFL and move on to the NBA. All-stars, starters have been announced.
0: Yeah, and honestly, I have a disagreement with two, but... I loved one of them. But here's the thing. Eastern Conference, um, Giannis Antetokounmpo is the captain. Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, Damian Lillard, Tyrese Halliburton. On the Western Conference side, Kevin Durant, Nikola Jokic, LeBron James, Luka Doncic, and Shea Gulges-Alexander. What I loved about this, Shea, and Shea got in. Because um, we know it's 50, 25, 25, 50 from the media. So yeah, fans, yeah, yeah. 25 uh, players, and 25 media. So, obviously, Shea was below Steph, but I guess the media slash players got Shea in, and I 100% agree with that. I don't think Steph deserves to be a starter this year. Um, I also don't think LeBron should be a starter this year, but we know it's LeBron James, and he was going to get it, and he's the team captain. But as even as a Laker fan, I think Anthony Davis has been the better player. I think he deserved it. I think Kawhi Leonard deserved it over him. Those are the two guys on top of my head as the forwards that deserved it. So that's my only gripe with it, but again... It's what, LeBron. It's LeBron. You're right? not going you you to really argue. You can't You can't
1: argue either. It'll be more like, why the hell LeBron's not in.
0: That's, that's why I'm little surprised Steph didn't get in, but, but yeah. I'm fine with it. But yeah, no,
1: shit. Honestly, I really have no issues with anything.
0: I have an issue with Damian Lillard. It should have been Donovan Mitchell.
1: Oh yeah, no, yeah, Dame Lillard, yeah. It
0: should have been Donovan Mitchell or it should have been Jalen Brunson. I would go. J- I would have went with Jalen Brunson. I would have went with Don- Donovan Mitchell w- doing without Darius Garland and um. Yeah. And Evan. That's, that's fair too. Uh, I think that's that's the big that's my biggest issue. I didn't ha- like Lebron was gonna get in. I just think that was a small issue for me, and I love the fact yeah, that yeah, no.
1: she got it. Yeah, I, I forgot. I forgot you said Damon Lillard. Yeah, I would have yeah. went with J- Jalen Brunson. Otherwise, personally. everything in the East made sense. I would have went with Jalen Brunson personally just because, I just believe that legit he is that guy on that team. Oh, don't do me wrong. Don, Donovan Mitchell is that guy too. I would just edge it to Brunson by a little bit just because I I love seeing, his, I just loved his performances this year.
0: <laughs> yeah, so not, not we I think on February first, so end of this week it should be the rest of the should come out and those are by coaches, so which means players might get snubbed. That might you know, like a guy like Scotty Barnes. <laughs>
1: Honestly, Scotty hasn't been that great. This last couple of weeks, so I I think he might not make it.
0: Yeah, but uh, I'm ready to see because there's gonna be a lot of snubs. And yeah, the also. Is who do you take off the list? That's always gonna be the question. We'll talk about that when it comes out. But uh, before we talk about the actual thing, I want to talk about in, during the NBA. Let's let me just quickly get rid of the other stuff. Uh, Wes Unseld Jr. fired, but he's still part of the um, front office advisory advisory position. So
1: so you got promoted.
0: Some I don't I don't know if that's <laughs> considered a promotion. I know I know I'm just but, kidding. Um, as a um as a head coach, posted seventy-seven one thirty record, and then this season, obviously seven and thirty-six. Yeah, I mean, uh, top assistant coach Brian Keith will serve. The as thing intro.
1: is this, bro. When i sold. I don't know how much of a chance he really had. <laughs> as yeah. well, right? Team's um trash. Team's bad, right? So uh, I see. Uh, uh, you shouldn't take any shame to this. It was just. It was just gonna happen, I guess. <laughs>
0: um. The other news, very quickly, Adam Silver uh, finalized a long-term extension. He'll be finishing off this decade, essentially.
1: There's one issue I have with this. Ex- one issue I have with Adam Silver. Fix the referees, <laughs> please. <laughs> because, oh, yeah. Talk about because it. Max Struss, Struz. Struz, I'm so animated I can't even say his name properly. Got a technical foul for handing the ball to the ref. He'd even throw it. He underhand lob to the ref and he got teed up for that
0: bro I've seen Jason Tatum get teed up so many times for just bouncing the ball to himself as well. yeah I know but like
1: I think they made that an actual like thing that, that you know, did it. No, I feel like they did if you like j- like bounce the no, ball I've or seen, slam like, the like, ball so on the ground do it,
0: that's why. Like, Jason I, Tatum's the only one that gets caught gets for it, gets I don't at, know I've seen so many players get called I've yeah,
1: seen so many players get called for slamming the ball so I feel like they kind of made that one a little bit more clear this one this ref should be fired I'm sorry Like, what did he say? He didn't... He gave you the ball underhand. He didn't even throw it overhand. Underhand. You caught the ball. You were looking at the ball. It was a different story if your back was turned to it. I don't get it. Like, this ref should be fired. I don't give a shit. I
0: don't even know who it was. Was it the girl ref? It was a girl ref. Nothing against because she's a girl. Oh, yeah, no, definitely not that. <laughs> but no, like, th- that just shows power, right? Like, we obviously love Ben Taylor stuff. We saw the Scott Foster stuff. Like, this this was next level. This like,
1: is a, this is the worst call I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and obviously, there's, like, the Saints, Rams, Passer, interference comes to mind and all this stuff. But this, it was just an egotistical... It was just egotistical. It was power. It was... I don't know what to describe it as, but... One thing I can describe it as complete bullshit, complete garbage, and uh, utter disgrace to basketball. That's what, I, that's what I
0: describe it as. And I'll leave that there because there's nothing for me to add. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. The last topic of the NBA we want to talk about might take a couple minutes here. We got more games that went high scoring. Devin Booker dropped 60-something. I think he had 29 in the first quarter. Um, this is, again, on the week of Kobe's passing as well. Um and uh, he ended up losing the game. I think Indiana came back and. Yeah, that ending of the other know, game was yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Um, Luca already got the highest um, season high points, just beat be literally less than a week later.
1: Was it like a day, though?
0: I think so. Yeah, like. It was a day later. A day or two or something. It was a day later. Uh, 73 points, Luca. And I think this was the highest out of the whoever got the 70s recently from Devin Booker onwards. That's the highest mark. I think he's like fourth highest if I'm not mistaken. Obviously, Wilt Kobe. I no mean, Wilt
1: had, has like four. <laughs>
0: Wilt Kobe, and it was um, David Robinson, I believe, had seventy five. If I'm not yeah, mistaken.
1: Yeah, probably. Um,
0: yeah, so obviously th- they killed it. They won. I don't know if he played the fourth quarter or not, but
1: I think it was close. It was decently close. So I think he played. Yeah. Uh, the thing with that is I had the Suns, um, Pacers game on instead of that one just because yep. I thought it, the Suns Pacers game was closer. So I actually had no idea Luca had seventy three until I saw a notification after, um, yeah, because he went to a cousins too, right? So yeah. yeah. But, but the thing with this is, uh, uh, yeah, defense is pretty shit, I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah, because like, Kobe got eighty one in an era where it was like hard to get. Like where the final score points. is eighty one. Yeah. Something. Yeah. And he did it like, I think he got most of his points in the like second half. He did. The he got like team. forty,
1: like fifty something in the second he, half. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But my question to you is this. And I don't know how realistic it is. I don't know how long. Do you agree with this or disagree with it? I'm gonna say not this year. Someone will pass 100 points within the next couple of years.
1: Next couple of years. Let's uh, say three. Uh, I the think am ne- gonna
0: say within the next three years.
1: I think that's a little bit of stretch. Because it's still. Time to do, I I I, it. I would I would say it will be. In this decade, if I were to guess, but I think three years is a little bit of a stretch, just because. Player resting, man. You already know how it is. Like, it's not, it, it's not even a player. <laughs> like Embiid could have gotten there, bro. Oh,
0: because you're saying like, oh, I'm not player resting. just because like, the game was so yeah, out of reach. Yeah, exactly. I agree yeah, with that. it has to be a close game for it to happen. Like Embiid could have gotten past. I, I think he would have been 81. I think 81 is realistically possible. May, maybe next year, maybe even this year, it could be beaten. Hundred. Like the reason why I'm saying it's possible, and I was listening to numbers on the board. There's they completely disagree with DeMar DeRozan because DeMar DeRozan said it all ha- happened this year, but he's like. They were saying like even getting a hundred is still gonna be tough because like people are gonna start playing five on one defense on you for you not to be. That's know, true too. Like yeah, the Pistons Raptors situation like. Uh, the, don't be that series. team. Yeah, don't, don't be don't. that team. I still think that this the three game three ball is a huge impact. The defense isn't as crazy as it is. You might have a game where like Donovan Mitchell or Devin Booker or um, Trey Young, Luka, Steph Curry. So, so we'll play against a bad defense, and Steph Curry is a guy who might go hot from three. And just so, in the 100.
1: next three years, you think it could happen? Yes. Which player do you predict will do it?
0: I might even go Victor Wembanyama.
1: Bro, <laughs> I was gonna say him <laughs> <laughs> because
0: like he's such a dev. Like he's doing, he's getting twenty points. He's As 20. a rookie, he's averaging and he's on a minute restriction. Yeah, he's av- of.
1: averaging 20 as a rookie. I'm just saying, like, Wemby obviously could launch it from three and could score in the paint, right? He could score from anywhere. So, I'll, and then it's fitting that, like, the last person to do it or the only person to do it is a center. So, I would, if I were to pick a center, it would be Wemby. Um, any other one. I might be
0: leaning, like, the next guy to get Steph, oh, sorry, the next guy to get 70. Or even 81, like, possibility that hasn't done it yet, Steph Curry. I feel like he's due for a ball-out game.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like,
0: just because, like, the Warriors have been very underwhelming, this could be, like, that spark. And I have a feeling Steph could do it this year. At least get 70. I'm not saying 81. Um, but who I think, outside of Wemby, that could realistically get it, it might be one of the guys who've done it, right?
1: Yeah. If I were to pick anyone other than Wemby, I'm going with Devin Booker just because.
0: No, I'm going with Donovan Mitchell because KD's still on that team. I think Donovan Mitchell's a guy that could. Uh, he's still the main scorer, and yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen with him. He could be gone next year, for all we know, because uh, he is a free agent. If I'm not mistaken, because I've seen
1: Devin Booker drop seventy, I've seen Devin Booker drop sixty-two, whatever he dropped from this past uh, this past week. Um, Devin Booker is like I think is. Probably when hot is probably very hard, impossible to guard. Obviously, watch
0: well, it be someone unexpected, but not like not but by realistic unexpected. I'm I'm not saying like it's gonna be. It's gonna be Ish Smith. No, no, it's <laughs> but gonna like Jamal Murray. It's gonna be <laughs> I could see yeah, Jamal Murray. I could see um Anthony Edwards. I could see Shea just Alexander can can as yeah well. he can. Um, uh, but I feel like it could be like Jamal Murray might we could do it. Now get it, Jokic has most of the ball, but he could just be like playmaking. Anthony Edwards is not a bad show, in my opinion. Anthony
1: Edwards isn't either. Obviously, we saw Kat had 62 as well. Um, Yeah, I mean, realistically, honestly, this is going to do it. LaMelo Ball is going to (laughs) do it.
0: He has to be healthy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that,
1: he only thing. needs to play one game <laughs> True. Don't worry, you're right it's, yeah. just, it's just one game
0: Yeah. but uh, let's continue uh, v- uh, very quickly comment down below who you guys think might be able to do it I think it's a realistic possibility 100 could be beaten within this decade at the minimum but I'm saying 3 years but NHL we have just have quick news we're officially well most teams are officially at the all-star break
1: unless you're the Ottawa Senators who played like 10 games less than other teams basically <laughs> well at uh, 5 to be realistic eh? Uh yeah, starting off with Owen Tippett.
0: Um Owen Tippett. Let me find. Him. He signed a contract extension. He had, he had, he played pretty well this year. Big reason why Philly's been good. 8 year they already locked him up 6.2 million dollars per year, so 49.6 total. So they they did the Buffalo Sabres approach in a way. Um he's obviously a forward. They acquired Tippett in the Clause Rut trade.
1: Yeah, and that that was honestly honestly in order for the Panthers to get Drew Tippett had to go and uh Philly did the right thing by asking for Tippett. Tippett is a good young player obviously he hasn't really excelled in Panthers but obviously now with our young squad in the in Philly young people around him Tippett it should be one of those main pieces in that core and uh, he's playing like that this year and obviously the Flyers itself just been a Pleasant surprise.
0: Yeah, Florida drafted him at tenth overall in twenty seventeen. I think that was the PD draft, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
0: Um, he's gonna be the second highest player on the team, though. It's <laughs> just hilarious <laughs> after Sean Couturier. Yeah, Sean Couturier. Uh, the other news on signing wise, it's Zach Parisi or Parise, however you wanna call it. He joined Colorado. He went. He did not have a team. He was last on, I think, the Islanders, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, after he got let go by the um, Wild, the wild um, which the Wilder have to pay punishment for now with the buyout.
1: Oh yeah, that that, cap, that caps, uh, the buyout caps for the Wild, the dead cap, whatever you want to call it, is incredible.
0: Because they have Ryan Suter as well. But yeah, yeah he's running Colorado. Um, this is a good spot for him. We'll give him fourth line minutes if he needs to and just see if he can propel. Because uh, Can you turn back the clock? Yeah, uh, no. He's no, not he's not trying to the clock. The clock. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good spot for him to be at, Oh, yeah. wise and just—I mean, they—they really, they really won the cup, but just he in made a, he made the finals, right?
1: Who? Przy. Did he make it with the Devils? That I don't know if he made. Oh, or it or it did he? It. Was he a wild then?
0: I, I think he may have been in the wild then. I don't
1: Are we remember. Are talking about the year they lost to the Kings? Kings yeah, it was the Kings, Kings Devils. I'm not sure if he was on that squad.
0: Yeah, 100% I, I, sure. I don't remember. But yeah, so that's that signing. Um, just quick talk, uh, quick um. NHL, uh, just standing-wise. NHL, tier list coming out this weekend. We're not going to go too much into it now. But just, you know, your overall leaders, the Vancouver Canucks and the Boston Bruins are tied at the top. Uh, Colorado, Zach Frieser's no team is up there. Florida, you know, proved last year wasn't a fluke. They're up there. Uh, Dallas, round up the top five. Winnipeg falls out, but they have games in hand. They have two games in hand.
1: What's crazy about Florida is, like, Matty Kachak isn't really going crazy either. Yeah. Right. Obviously Assam Rainer is going crazy. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that that could be a dangerous team as well, because if Kachak could pick it up a little bit more, obviously I'm not saying Kachak has been bad. Who knows where this team could the go. The other
0: story is when is Edmonton gonna lose? Is this gonna hurt their momentum, if anything? Yeah. Um but probably will hurt their momentum. Do you want to ask you the last question before we close it out here quickly uh, on the NHL side of things? Right now no playoffs between the Nashville Predators, Saddle Kraken, Arizona Coyotes, and Calgary Flames. Right? Do you feel like the eight teams that are in the playoffs right now are locked?
1: Who's the wild cards?
0: Um LA and St. Louis. Uh
1: okay, I think the three division teams for each are division locked. are locks. Yeah. Uh St. Louis, I could see falling out. I could see honestly I could see the Kings. I think it's just wild cards at this point they're up for grabs. That's it. I think the divisions are locked.
0: So you're just saying that you're saying the Kings are locked too, or no? I mean, they're no, tried.
1: they're not. They're not in the division. No, I was
0: saying the well I'm saying the Oilers are ahead i wild card lock. No, no.
1: I said wild cards are up for Gabs.
0: Okay, so how Calgary is on a losing streak.
1: I'm not saying Calgary. Calgary has no chance. Um, so it's cra- between Kraken and Pred, Pred- Kraken, Predators. And Predators, Kings and Blues.
0: Coyotes not in.
1: I'm full. honestly, I am on the con- Connor Ingram back and Wagon, so yeah, I'll put him in.
0: Okay. Uh, east side of things um, right now, the wild card is Maple Leafs and Red Wings. Outside of the playoffs, right now is the Islanders, Penguins, and the Devils, and k- the Capitals. If you want to go realistic, there. I don't think anyone else is realistic.
1: No, Devils is the only one I see. I don't know that, He's nothing really else. Fall out. Yeah, that's the that's the tough one, right? Because
0: Philly's only four points up on the division because they're third in the division, right? So they're three points up on. Sorry, four points up on the Islanders and five points up on Pittsburgh. But they also have, like, on Pittsburgh, they have four games above them. So Pittsburgh has four games in hand on them.
1: Pittsburgh has four games in hand. What about the Devils?
0: Devils wise, they have three games in hand. Devils have three games in hand.
1: Yeah. I, I'm seeing d I'm, I'm predicting Devils will make it.
0: Over Philly? Like, Philly's out completely?
1: Yeah, I think Philly will fall out.
0: Okay, because, like, right now, the wild card difference is Detroit's at 57 and Islanders are at 52. And then Pittsburgh, obviously, like I said, they have games in hand. So does the Devils. Yeah. Washington, done for you?
1: Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, when Ovechkin's not playing at his level, you have no chance.
0: Okay. So that's just our NHL thing. Like I said, we ranked every team on the tier list. Make sure you guys check that out. Um, Right after the Super Bowl, essentially, we're going to be NBA, NHL heavy. So, yeah. Um, Let's end it off. Not end it off. We have two other things to talk about. Which one do you want to go off with?
1: MLB. Jorge Polanco is now a Seattle Mariner, traded from the Twins. The Seattle it was a five-player deal, I believe.
0: But I think one went like one way.
1: Yeah, it was like one and a four.
0: So the trade was uh, it kind of even caught me, caught, kind of caught me off guard. But same, yeah, I did. Minnesota Twins traded infielder Jorge Polanco to the Seattle Mariners for right-handers Anthony Discalafani and Justin Topa, as well as prospects Gabriel Gonzalez and Darren Bowen. The Mariners Mariners also sent cash to the Twins. Yeah, so um, the cash could be literally a cent, a dollar, or uh, up to it's, 10 million. it's for the
1: Desclafani contract. I can't even say the name. I apologize. He, he was acquired from the Giants earlier too, right? I believe, when the earlier trade they made, when they got what's the name? The Robbie Ray. Yeah, the Robbie yeah, Ray Rose. one. Yeah.
0: Des- yeah. joins the Twins without throwing a single pitch for the Mariners.
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, uh, Jorge Polanco. Um, I. This infielder, and when Yosar is not there, so we don't know if he's gonna plug in third base. He's more of a second base shortstop. Polanco.
0: He's second base, I think, playing right now.
1: Yeah, he played second base for the Twins, and uh, obviously, shortstop's filled by JP Crawford. Nobody's touching him, and yeah, so Mariners are sh- starting to make some couple little moves here and there. Um, obviously, do I think is it enough for them? No, but yeah, we'll see if they could what if they're um still gonna be able to do it or not. I don't think they should be, like, I don't want them to be done, right? Like, they should not be done. But then again, it's the Mariners. They're always, like, they traded their closer away when they were in the playoff race. So you never know with them.
0: While you look up at other signings, I mean, okay, before I close out this conversation, um, great on the saddle, Mariners, because they barely made any moves. in terms of that could help their team out. I think this is the first one that did it. Uh, So let's see, because I was deeming him as one of the bigger losers. Obviously, they brought back Mitch Hanniger, right, in the Robbie Ray trade. Yeah. And then obviously now they added Jorge Polanco. Um, I still think they need another pitcher maybe to replace Robbie Ray. And um, yeah, so we'll see what they do. Um, While you look up what remaining Jock Peterson is Arizona Diamondback. Yeah, Jock
1: Peterson one year, $12.5 million contract for I, him.
0: I, was, I, I didn't expect him to get that much. The Diamondbacks
1: are probably one of the more W teams in this offseason. Um, you added Suarez. You added Jock Peterson. You added one more player. I forgot who it was off the top of my head. It's I don't a remember. Pitcher? I think it was a pitcher. I, I forgot who it was. Oh, my God.
0: Right. I'll look that up, but continue.
1: Yeah, so Diamondbacks, one of my W teams for the offseason. season. Another sneaky signing, I think it could be good, is the Chicago Cubs signing former Astros bullpen guy, Hector Nerez. Obviously, when the the Astros signed Josh Hader, you would assume one of their bullpen guys will be gone. Hector Nerez, not Astros like top guys. He's not like your Brian Abreu's, but he's still a good piece out of the bullpen. The Cubs got a decent player there. And uh, Guardians. No, yeah, never mind. Nothing. Never mind. Never mind.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay, I can't find who this is, but we'll just wait on that. So there's still a lot of players still left. Blake Snell was apparently looking for a nine-year deal of up to like 200-something million. I think the Yankees offered him six years, 150 or something like that. Yeah. Um, Matt Chapman's market is heating up now. Cody Bellinger, still no news whatsoever. Jorge Soler... um. Linked to the Jays and other teams. I think Justin Turner's coming close, as well as J.D. Martinez, I believe.
1: Yeah, I mean, Bo Bichette straight up called him.
0: <laughs> yeah, literally that's what John Morosi reported. So, let's see. Season's going to start in about a month and a half or so. Um, oh, found him. Who is it?
1: Eduardo Rodriguez. Yeah. Starting pitcher.
0: Yeah, so we're still waiting on some big news here. So, uh, it's been a slow baseball offseason. It wasn't the greatest in terms of free agency in general, except for Shohei Ohtani, who... Thankfully, went <laughs> quick. Yeah, but right. Another way you want to look at it, um, but yeah. So let's see. Let's see how that goes. But let's end it off with some major news from soccer, the soccer world. Um, off the bat, a couple of days ago, Jurgen Klopp to leave Liverpool, take time off after the season. So Liverpool manager on Friday literally told the team. Now it was he was supposed to leave even last year. I think his wife convinced him to stay. He said. But he is going to be leaving Liverpool at the end of the year. He said he will never coach in England again because of respect of Liverpool, I'm assuming. Um, he will take a year off, but we'll see how true that is. I think he did something similar in C- Dortmund. Klopp's a
1: liar. Klopp's coaching Wrexham. <laughs> but, um,
0: <laughs> did he do something similar in Dortmund? I think he did. Like he left Dortmund on his own terms. Yeah, he did. And I think he said he was not going to coach, but he ended up coming to Liverpool instantly, if I'm not mistaken. But that's. The thing I'm, I'm not
1: sure about that. I know he left on his terms, like yeah. Dortmund. So I don't know. I don't know if that's because of the Liverpool job or is it just like. I,
0: don't know, I think the Liverpool job came after. But.
1: Okay. But I know Jurgen Klopp, his resume. He's won every single trophy. At least once. Yeah. Um, Champions League, Premier League, which is the one that eluded Liverpool for a long, long time. Um, well, Premier League never won, but a league title for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, FA Cup last year, had a chance of doing a quadruple. Obviously, missed out, um, missed out on the Champions, League, the
0: Champions, Champions League,
1: League and in the Premier League on. Game Town, to the la- match day thirty eight where City made that comeback over Aston yeah, Villa. Yeah. Um, for FA Cup winner last year, Carabao Cup winner not last no, year, two years ago two, yeah. years ago, two years ago, two years ago. You didn't win nothing last year. Yeah, two years ago was when he almost won the quadruple. Yeah, yeah, last year they were pretty like bad. Yeah. Um.
0: Um. Yeah. yeah. The, his legacy, like Liverpool fans obviously owe him a lot. All right. Got a Champions League out of it. Yes, two losses out of the finals. But, and the Premier League is a big one, right? Now, I've, I'm never the type of guy to say that's a Mickey Mouse one. That's a, it's a you know, bubble. Trophy's match. a trophy. Trophy's a trophy. I'm sure, there, you know, we have achieving guys are Liverpool fans, obviously. So they were they're celebrating no matter what. Where does his legacy, I still think he's obviously behind Fergie. He's a behind Pep. He's behind Mourinho. Is he behind Wenger? I would think so because of the longevity aspect of him. Of what Is he behind also. Mourinho? I would say so. Mourinho won with Porto, man. You can't like. Oh, Champions
1: like you are talking about like coaches. All th- I thought you were talking about like. Well, you no, know,
0: okay. If you are talking about Premier League alone, I still think he's behind Mourinho.
1: I don't think he's behind Premier. If it's Premier, if you are talking about Premier League status, I think Klopp's ahead of Mourinho just because of he Liverpool became dominant. For that long.
0: I'm talking about early Chelsea, Mourinho. Not later Chelsea. I yeah, know, but early
1: Chelsea, Mourinho is also three years.
0: I think it, I think it's, he's fifth still. That's just me. Uh, like, so overall,
1: yeah, you could say, obviously, Fergie's there, Pep's there. Um, Who else would you say Mourinho again? Mourinho and Wenger. Mourinho and Wenger.
0: Those are the only guys. Yeah. And Klopp, Klopp's in the mix. But, you know...
1: I would agree fifth, yeah, overall.
0: At least fifth, right? Yeah, obviously, uh, if... Because, um, like, as good as... Uh, Eddie Paul, has apologize
1: for missing anyone. Let us know if we're missing anyone as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean... This well, is like a right off. consider
0: Rafa Benitez. He, he this is off the top of her head. Rafa Benitez won the Champions League, but he didn't win the Premier League, right? So yeah. that's why Klopp goes ahead there. Um. Any like are you putting him ahead of Pellegrini? Yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm yeah. Doing. Um. I think well, Klopp. So he's fi- fifth. Like no one's touching Ferguson. Like I don't, I don't know, know who the hell
1: is. Liverpool had in like the olden days. Berni- uh, all, but all I remember is Benitez. And but remember Klopp is def- Klopp is definitely the best manager Liverpool has had. At least in our like in, in their club. That we witnessed.
0: Yeah, that we've witnessed. But yeah, so that's the news with Liverpool. Uh Sorry, but to extend the Liverpool talk, I think it's shabby Alonso. It's, it makes it, way too much sense not to be Shabby Alonso. Alright,
1: two years ago, a match made in heaven was Steven Gerrard when he was actually cooking with the Rangers. Yeah. But obviously that fell apart when he came to Aston Villa because Klopp was still there. Um, Gerard was playing, praying that Klopp left probably two years ago, just because he, he was the guy. Gerard was yeah. going to be the guy, but I guess it was a blessing in disguise for Liverpool, just because Aston Villa happened, and now he is struggling in Saudi Arabia as well. Gerard Shabi Alonso has Bayer Leverkusen first place, first place, and I think by like four points. You can still I choke by all means, but but it's not even that. Like who, who who's ever the, who's ever in that midfield is probably like. You know,
0: they're two right thanking now. God right now that Shabby now. Yeah.
1: Thanking God that Shabi Alonso is my coach because Shabby Alonso obviously one of the best Saturns of all time. Center-mids of all time yeah. as well. CDM more specifically. And yeah, so Liverpool Alonso Liverpool player makes sense. Um Gerard, it's not your team, it's Shabby Alonso's team.
0: Yeah. I mean obviously there's other choices. Like if if Thomas Tuchel gets let go, he might be an option. Um, I'm not Teneg convinced. like, oh, he could be an option. Obviously, you
1: you shouldn't be. Con- okay, Egg is not an option. Uh, <laughs> who knows? I'm just throwing uh, names out there. Tukel it's it's Bobby Alonso. Like, it, I'm it has to I'm gonna be, I can't be see I'm be mind blown if it's anyone else. The only way it's not Sabi Alonso if he's like, I want to stay with Byron Leverkusen. But reports came out saying Shabi that, Alonso was that reports that came out. Yet. No reports came out saying that Leverkusen has given. Shall be Alonso free reign if a bigger club yeah,
0: does. no, for sure. I think he's going to be Liverpool's next coach. His oh, yeah, no, no, there's no way.
1: Tuchel's not going to get the job done. Tuchel's been getting fired himself, like after every three years. I think years. Tuchel
0: got right, wrongfully fired by Chelsea,
1: though. Oh, yeah, he got Chelsea. wrongfully fired by Chelsea, but he's doing terrible with the Bayern Munich. Um, yeah. He has been. Uh, Ten Hag obviously is no chance. And it's shall be Alonso.
0: Yeah, unless you want to say Zidane. <laughs> but... I yeah, don't think I don't think it's Zidane I don't know either. Who else is available, right? Um, I guess Antonio Conte is the only other one. Yeah, but I don't think. Yeah, Xavi Alonso. He's ain't gonna coach Barcelona because he was a Madrid player, right? I doubt he'll coach Barca. Pressure's gonna be on if it is him because we've seen. I don't know how much you consider him a club club legend, but outside of Zidane, club legends haven't done well when they come back to their club. That, coach. that is true. Lampard, Solskjaer, but at
1: the sa- Z- at the same time, players who are. Like good players just don't do good manager wise, except for Xabi Alonso at the moment and Zinédine Zidane. But the
0: problem is you can't say Xabi Alonso is in a rebuilding situation, right? With Bayer Leverkusen, you would say. When like you like you said, Rangers did well with Gerrard, smaller club. And yeah, yeah, one no. One of the bigger clubs in Scotland, but still a smaller club to the rest of the Europe, right? <laughs> rest of the world in general. Derby County had Lampard, if I'm not mistaken, right? Lampard did well with them. That's why he got the Chelsea job and he struggled. Yeah, no. Bayern Leverkusen is a bigger club than both he of those. He went to Everton and struggled there too.
1: Right. Uh, the thing is this Lampard and Gerard didn't in Mickey Mouse leagues. Yeah. Bundes- Bundesliga is a legit league. It is. Yeah, for sure. Right. So like, this is a legit league.
0: For sure. Um.
1: And he's and he's ahead of Bayern Munich. Yeah. Right. Who has run the league for the last 10 years. So let's
0: see how he closes out the year. But I think it, it makes too much sense not to be Shabi Alonso. That's yeah. all I got to say. We could be completely wrong. We thought Vrabel wasn't going to be the Patriots coach. We were wrong there. So we'll see with that. But, but still, this one was more convincing. Yeah, this one seems more convincing.
1: Like, there's no other option, right? Like, with the NFL ones, there's many options. Yeah. This one is genuinely zero well, unless options. Unless we're just
0: blanking, but...
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I But I don't see anything else. Another I just, I just can't Another
0: news that see. came out... Oh sorry, to close out the Klopp talk, he could still finish out on top, right? He's, they're very much in the... Champ, they're not in the Champions League, sorry. They're very much in the league to win. Essentially, yeah, and they're the finals in the Carabao Cup,
1: they're the finals for Carabao Cup, they're first place right now in the league, Europa League, they're very much in that as well. And then, yeah, and then the FA Cup, we'll see what how they do,
0: yeah. Uh, other news in the soccer world again, massive news, same, same vibe, different sentimental. Uh, Xavi, speaking of club legends who haven't done well, I guess, has decided to leave Barcelona at the end of the season. He has come out and said there was a lot of you know, it's time for me to leave. But at the end of the year, um, I was actually saying like, he sees the stuff in the media and stuff. It doesn't like it, it is in his head. Obviously he did it in Qatar at the Qatari league. He was fine there. But again, to your point, Mickey Mouse league compared to La Liga and uh, you know, a good buddy of ours, um, C-Mac who runs Apex uh, Academy. He it was, he's constantly putting out Shavi out, Shavi sack Shavi, Shavi out on Instagram stories. And Stuff like that, big Barcelona fan, obviously Messi fan as well. Yeah, um, I think it's the right move. I think he could have been like he could have just left now if he wanted to because they're struggling, yeah, in the league they, they've been struggling. Um, and they have players there, it's not like they have excuses of that. And on top of that, they have the Champions League-wise, they were okay
1: but they're still in, it. Um, still in it I think they won the group right I sure yeah, they won they the they won group they're fine this is one of the better Champions League runs yeah but that's it, that's it's that's flipped though usually it's, 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 flipped it's flipped because Xavi they won the league last year right they did right yeah yeah. so Xavi has it ups and downs right like Xavi had his good moments no, like you cannot deny that but this year when it comes to managers and coaches you already know it, it doesn't matter what the hell they did in the past It always matters about this year that's why we've seen Rabel get fired. That's why we've seen freaking Monty Williams get fired last year by the Suns. That's why we've seen Ten Hag in the news. And now we've seen Xavi.
0: Yeah, like it's, it's very Sholshkar-esque because Sholshkar wasn't that bad, Ole. Either, yeah. But he got fired because the results weren't coming. In this case, the standards are high, right? Look what happened this year to Adrian Griffin. So, exactly, yeah. That's a big one too. Um, now, um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. This is where the Klopp tie comes in though. Even though Klopp said this is what I'm saying, that's why I was asking you the Dortmund to Liverpool question. Klopp is very much tied to coach to Barcelona now because of it. And it makes too much sense. But again, Klopp, if you want to take Klopp at his word, he said he if, ain't gonna coach next yeah, year. Yeah. I feel like he's gonna be Germany's next coach though. That he's is gonna wait for that that all is season.
1: that is definitely true. Um If history repeats itself, Liverpool goes to Barcelona. Liverpool players go to Barcelona. We've seen Luis Suarez, we've seen Philippe Coutinho, and a potential coach could go to Barca in Jurgen one Klopp. One of them
0: flopped it, one of them killed it. <laughs> the difference in the players. Yeah, yeah that's true.
1: Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens there. It's definitely interesting. Um, obviously, where there were reports, like false reports saying it was Mikel Arteta. Um, oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: reports came out that uh, But Mikel Arteta's crazy. like, uh, screw but,
1: that, I'm still Arsenal. Yeah. And uh, yeah.
0: Who knows though for now, but.
1: No, he's still Arsenal.
0: I think he will be Arsenal still because he was an Arsenal player, um, but because of the Spanish link, right? That's yeah, I know, no,
1: but he is Arsenal.
0: Um, Yeah, so who do you think will be. Like, you. Shabi was an easy lock for us. Do you think it will be Klopp or do you think well, they'll just go someone else? Because Barcelona. Barcelona. Ever since Enrique, they've been on the Man United style. They haven't. They, they,
1: they can't really. Um, Obviously, if I'm Barcelona, I'm definitely going after Klopp as much as I can possibly. Yeah. He's definitely up, up here in coaching. Right, he's one of the best to do it. Um,
0: do it better than Pep in his own club. Imagine, right? <laughs> yeah. That
1: like, if you want to overtake Pep, <laughs> do it without all the money bribes as yeah. well. <laughs> but yeah, um, other than that, the only one, uh, yeah, I think that's the best bet. I think Tuchel could get the job is there as well. I think Tuchel could have decent run with Barcelona. Yeah, only one, other ones I can't really think of. Um the only one outrageous one i would just say just because of her jokes. no Messi, but yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's
0: coming to Vancouver, I doubt it. But he's you know, he's still playing, so yeah. Um uh, last thing, just very quickly to close it out, transfer window, he's been dead.
1: It's January. Quiet.
0: Like no, but you usually saw like yeah, go last it's year. It's because
1: Chelsea. That's the only reason why True. it's not... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, nothing, I don't really, think Chelsea nothing
0: has big has happened. Like, now they're saying that police street is going on loan. This guy's going on loan. Man United can't do shit because of the FFP rules that they're actually following on Lake City. Um, yeah, so, like, nothing else to really say. Right, Eric Dyer left.
1: Nothing, right? Chelsea Chelsea don't have the funds.
0: They can't do anything. They probably do. They just, you know, they don't want to get caught. Yeah, no, more. they're
1: probably going to skip a year.
0: So, yeah, like, nothing much going on there. Um,
1: yeah, so... That wraps up today's pod.
0: Yeah, it was a um, fun one. We had A lot of fun topics. Check out maybe some clips we might drop from this this week. Uh, check out the YouTube shorts, everything like that. B- please make sure you, UFC fans, boxing fans, check out the pod with Nick Baldwin from The Score. It was a banger. It was so fun to talk to him that we might bring him on again soon. Maybe every pay-per-view event, let's see. <laughs> but, make a monthly occurrence. But uh once again we appreciate everybody. Thank you guys. Um like make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll catch you guys on the next one.
1: Peace. Peace.